Stay ten. Good morning, good morning, good morning. That's the wrong tune. Good morning, good morning. morning. We've danced the whole night through. Good morning, good morning to you. Yeah. Uh, Name the name the film that came from then. I'm not that old. Singing in the rain. Uh, Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, Donald O'Connor. And uh, anyway, I can't remember there. I (laughs) am. Uh, I, I'm just a, a bit sensitive today handling all the equipment because I've got blisters. Have you? What from? What have you been doing? I did some scarifying yesterday afternoon. Scarifying, oh, my friend. Is sca- scarifying? Is, is that when you have three nipples? No, you. Oh, no, no, no that's a different thing. Yeah, no, scaramanga. Yeah, scaramanga. No, um, I scarified the gar- the grass, the grass, the garden, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> have you ever scarified your garden? I, I don't know what it entails. What it sounds no, it there's sounds no tail, tough. No tails involved. You get oh, okay. It, it's a rake, uh, but it's like a fan shaped and with kind of uh, pointy bits. Um, yeah. Wire and kind of wiry, not as tough as a, a rake. And you just go through the grass, get the moss up, but you aerate uh, the uh, the grass uh, so that the grass gets to breathe. Uh, yeah. uh, so I was doing that yesterday and I, I was a wee bit too thingy with it so these lovely soft hands which have never seen a decent day's work in their life mm, um, mm. these have uh, these have got a wee bit blistery but actually oh. I feel a wee bit of a kind of macho man you know that kind of oh, I've been a bit of gardening this, scar- this scarifying lot does that, do you have to cut the grass as well? Uh, no no. You'd, well oh. yeah It'd be a good idea to cut the grass first because I don't want. Yeah, I, I've seen your grass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've got a big dog. Big dog. Well, that's a decent dog. excuse. Oh, by the way, on that one, uh, uh-huh. Alan, Alan Titchmarsh used to say, uh, he did this tip because we had a Labrador as well. He said, yeah. um, get, get water. Every time your dog has a wee, get a, 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 a cup of water and just dilute the wee. Uh, well, I, I've been doing the thing that somebody suggested on my Facebook page of putting um, tomato juice from tins of tomatoes on the grass. But apparently, no. I've been doing it wrong. No. I'm supposed to put it in the food. Yeah. <laughs> so my grass is looking red. Yeah. Than, well, that's rather... <laughs> that, that's nice. That's nice. Um, uh, today we've got uh, we've got uh, we've got a brand new comp. Well, it's not a new competition. But I'm going to play blankety blank, which was nicked from my competition I did in the radio, Plinkety Plonk. Um, Love it. Yeah, and we've got a prize, and we've got one for the listeners. They can play as well to win the prize. Nice. nice. Uh, and we've got new listeners, a message from you know who. Yeah. Whatever yeah. our name is. Uh, My friend. Yeah. Uh, and a man playing a tin whistle as well. Uh, okay. Oh, I'm looking. This, this is going to be a good podcast. Well, I, I mean, this morning, I, I was a bit, I was, I, was, I was in a rut this morning. So I decided oh. just to break things up, I would get showered before I have my breakfast this morning. Because I normally get up and have breakfast, then get showered. But I needed to break the routine. So this morning I got showered, then have breakfast. Then I put the TV on, Martin Clunes is on, on telly in his pyjamas with his dogs. Now, get yeah. dressed. Mm-hmm. You've got to keep a routine in these difficult times, haven't you? Shirt. I'm sat here this morning, Ronnie, shirt, tie, chinos and cummerbund. You've got to get sorted. You've got the cummerbund on today. That's lovely. Yeah. Ready wow. for work. That's lovely. Because you used to keep your uh, uh, firework, uh, not your fire, your wood, you know, for the fire in that cummerbund, didn't you? Because it's really big enough to keep a lot of uh, wood in there, isn't it? 
you well, still... handy for many things. You know, you can keep your sausages in there for the dog. Oh. You know, you can you, you, you can put your keys in there. You oh. can get a you know, cer- ceremonial sword just in case you get invited to the palace. You know, all those things. That's that. Now, listen, that might be something. The Cumberband, um, so, so I'm trying to think, uh, bum bag. It's it's almost like a a waste bag. Uh, you know that you can put your. That's a great idea. You should. Yeah. Stainton's large, large fanny pack. That's what it is. You know, it's just across you. Yeah, I think. Like I think I used to work with her. Yeah, um, I'm disappointing with Martin Clunes though, because he needs to be sending out the message on telly in the morning. Get dressed. Get ready for work, oh, guys. Paul. Keep, a, keep a routine. He's an actor. Actors don't get up till like half past four in the afternoon. He's lucky to get him on the telly at all. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Well, hey, c- good on him. Because yeah, well, yeah. Was he wearing stripy pajamas? The ones that you like to wear? <laughs> yes, he was. You know, like hor- you know, vertical stripes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever exposed yourself in a, a hospital with uh, hospital pajamas? I've done that a couple of times. You know, I didn't do it deliberately because that's wrong. Uh, but yeah. you get those hospital pajamas that are really wide open. Uh, you at know, the back, at the back there, they're a bit, they're a bit floaty yeah. at the back. Yeah, right? and, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, so and and it's it's a, a look you get used to. Everybody's in the same boat, effectively. But you know, you get to see where the uh, you can park your bike. Uh, which are, <laughs> no, uh, the other thing, a rally, a rally grifter. Can you get a rally grifter in there? <laughs> a rally grifter. Is that the one with the the gear stick in the middle? <laughs> oh man, that was a see, great I'm, bike. I'm lucky. I touch wood. I've never been to hospital apart from visiting somebody. So I, I, you know, I've never worn one of those gowns or, you know, tried to get a rally grifter in my back end. Um, you've, uh, you're, of course, you what, you're never going for your botox. Oh, of course, you get your botox done. You don't have to get into the school for that or into. No, I get, it, I get it done. I get it done at the post office. It's cheaper. All right, do you, all right, it's nice. What do they just yeah. do it through the? Do you just put your face underneath the little survey bit? Well, yeah, so, because now there's distancing rules, and it, you know you can't go to the normal place. But they've already got the screens up in the post office, so you can get most things in there now. You get Botox done, get a pound of carrots, you know, and at the same time you get some stamps. So wow. it's, it's win-win, win-win. Yeah. Well, that's that, you are really innovatory this morning. I'm very impressed with you. It's almost like you're Thank a good, you. good night's sleep. Um, I've been innovatory as well. And by the way, you triggered my imagination yesterday. You're talking about um. Uh, the empty roads that you went down and you, how much you missed. And, you know, uh, I yeah. thought, uh, as a public service podcast, that we should uh, get re- people ready uh, for when the lockdown ends, right? Yes, good uh, idea, yeah. very good idea. And I'm going to start an online course uh, for £350 per uh, uh, term uh, to get yeah. people ready to go back to life as it was. So I'm going to call it NASA. It's called NASA. Um, okay. Uh, normality, acclimatizing, and social antagonizing. All right. Might you might you have a problem there, much like the WWE did when they were called the WWF with the WWF, because the WWF said that the WWF had nicked their name, so they changed it to WWE. Uh, what's NASA got? You know, I'm not bothered. Let, <laughs> let, yeah, let's do the court thing. Let's go that way. They've, they spend all the money in rockets. They won't have enough for lawyers. Um, okay. So it's relearning uh, how to, uh, you know, uh, to get back into the normal. Th- uh, so the th- we things like Paul, uh, relearning how to avoid eye contact. Because uh, I've noticed with social distancing, we're all kind of doing that knowing look now. That eye look. Yeah. You know, you, we, we we're doing it together. And, and I co- keep saying to people, I keep saying to people, stay well, mate. Stay well. Yeah, you know, and, get rid know, of that. Would, yeah. We don't. We don't have to. You know, we need to get back to asking people how are you and not really caring. 
Okay. I'm looking away immediately. Yeah, just How go. are you? Look away. Yeah. Tell me you get. Um, the other thing is, um, uh, we're going to start invading personal space again. That's going to be uh -huh. quite a transition. You know, when those certain people that you work with go right into your personal space. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, it's, and also, Paul, and in, in line of that as well, uh, people budging up behind you in the uh, the queue at the checkout. You know, those people are kind of you can feel their their basket into your behookie. At the, uh, yeah. They're 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 in, they're in a hurry. Yeah. People that you know rake the back of your Achilles tendon yes. with a trolley in the supermarket. Then then people. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's it's going to take a bit of you know it's going to take a while. But um, and the other one I got as well is uh, trying to find the right change again. Uh, you know when you go up and uh, now with the you know everybody wants a card, we'll have to get learned to you know go up and wait in the queue and then try and find the change that you need to pay. You know, so it's got to be that moment of going, oh, I haven't got the right change. And then that whole oh, moment, that embarrassing moment trying to find the right change. I can't wait. It's going to be a great course. I think I think that last part of the course is is a clanger, mate, to be honest. Because I, I, I honestly think this is the end of cash. I think really? this lockdown, this lockdown is the end of cash. Um, wow. Every, everybody's using their cards. Everybody's paying online. Cash, you know, is dirty because we might catch the virus from it. And I, I think it's going to put people off cash. Unless, of course, somebody comes around the suitcase full, we'll all take that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I, I think in general, I think people are going to, you know, go online and pay with cards. I think it's the end for cash. Okay, well, I'll maybe adjust one of the courses. I'll maybe take a couple of quid <laughs> off. A couple, so be three, Talking of cash. Yeah. Talking of cash. Aye, aye, this is a link. Talking wait, of cash. Wait, wait a minute. This, is this a link? This <laughs> is like on. the one show. Is like the one. Hey, I'll tell you what. No, Alex. no, 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 no. This is not like the one show. This actually moves on and joins up. It doesn't take a handbrake turn into goat farming. <laughs> <laughs> no, talking of cash, Bramson wants the government loan. He's yeah. a bank manager. He's a billionaire bank manager. He wants a government loan, but it's got me worried, Ronnie. Yes, I'm. I'm worried. If Branson, with his island and his airlines, are in trouble, how are the Thunderbirds getting on? Oh, yes. They, they, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have the Traces offered up the island as collateral to save Thunderbird 3? Have they? Are they struggling? Are they, is there going to be no more international rescue? Oh, no, I hadn't thought of that. Boy, we could mm. do with them anyway. Uh, I'm sure Branson, isn't he going to mortgage his island? Isn't he decided well, to... Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, why don't he just ring up Virgin Bank? He owns it. He's ring them up. Take, a, take some bullying out, you know. Uh, but, but speaking of Thunderbirds, I, 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 I never used to watch the Thunderbirds because I, I don't like puppets on strings. You know when you can see the strings? What? What? You know, uh, you know that? Like, oh, hang on. Wait a minute. I'm just going to get my couch out for you, mate. Uh, <laughs> come in, come in just, and just lie, lie in the couch, Mr. Stainton, and just yeah, tell me about you. your uh, pho <laughs> phobia. I don't, mind I don't mind puppets on telly. Right. But I don't like it when you can see the strings. Probably why I've got a bit of a fear of Michael Gove. I don't like <laughs> when you can see the strings. You know what I mean? Like, yes. But Bill and Ben used to scare me. I'm fine with the Muppets and Alf and Sooty, but strings. Oh, and Finger Bob. I didn't like Finger Bob either because that's a bit weird. People yeah. Put things on the other yeah. Yeah. The other one that used to get me was Shara Lewis. I uh, used to do that thing with the glove. 
that um, she had a glove and it was a, a and she put eyes where the uh, it was where the on her finger and it was and the mouth was a I forget what the name is and, and she she's an American woman it was a bit weird she was, yeah. she, and she was talking to the hand uh, but but so so uh, let, let, when did this um, when did the fear of the because I'm interested in this now when did the fear of the string puppet thing kick in then. Well, no, this, it's just, it's, it's just, I don't like it. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Do you know what I mean? When I see the strings and people, oh, I don't, I don't know, no. I mean, the only thing that could be worse than any of that is feety bobs. Thank, thankfully, they never came up with feety bobs. Okay. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than people's feet, is there? You don't, nobody wants to see that. But, uh, the, you know. the ones I used to worry about, uh, I used to feel sorry for the wooden tops. Uh, as well, yeah. yeah. I, I, and you, you know the dog, the Dalmatian. It just it walked weirdly, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just think, oh <laughs> come on, technology needs to kick in then. But all right, I'll uh, I'll put that down uh, for yeah. our, our um, fear of puppet, uh, puppet, puppets on a string. Oh yeah, puppets on a string. That's nice. That's for our little uh, sort of thing. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was a big fan of the Muppets. You know, it's time to start the music. It's time to start. Like, loved all that with the two men in the stalls and Kermit and Kermit and all that. You know, I loved wow. all that. But the, wow. No strings. Well, uh, this is uh, this is revelationary for me this morning. This, you know, the, you being, you know, you know, coming up with great ideas, the Cumberband thing, uh, mm. that's going to come down as well. Cumberband, uh, the uh, what did everybody you everybody try it? Everybody try it. Get, Get yourself a Cumberband. Uh, Cumberband. Um, we're going to say this today, Paul. Uh, let's recognise the Queen's birthday today. Uh, and she'd done the right thing. She's not going to have uh, the uh, twenty-one gun salute. Uh, oh, she's followed our lead from yesterday. Yeah. She's not having the big guns. Yeah, 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 she, yeah. Uh, which is nice. But I just wonder, Paul, because um, uh, obviously, with did I tell you I used to be in the RAF? Uh, I think you may have mentioned it in the past. Uh, I've I've opened doors for royalty uh, when they used to come and visit my uh, RAF camps. I was always in charge of opening the doors ahead of them when they were walking down the corridors. So I for the corgi for the corgis, you mean the dog flaps? They didn't. Uh, no, no, we never. I never opened the door for the Queen, uh, Princess oh. Alexandra, and Princess Margaret. I did open Get the doors. You. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. So I have uh, kind of royal, you know, connections uh, there. Uh, have you done anything royal? Have you? Been in touch with well, royalty. I interviewed Zara Phillips at Burley once. Does that count? Was she, was she on a horse? She was on a horse, actually. Yeah. What did you ask to, her? Uh, what did you ask her? I just asked her how she found the course, really, and uh, you know whether she thought she could win it from fiftieth place. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> she said no. <laughs> yeah, but I've got to say, Paul, maybe coming out of uh, when we do the uh, the tour after when this is all done and we, and we do the oh, anti- we got a tour. Have we? Yeah, we got a tour. we're going to organise an antidote tour. I've got ideas, some venues, maybe three, four, maybe a ten seater uh, pub somewhere. Um, <laughs> And uh, you and I can. I was thinking, what about us wearing jodhpurs? Uh, what do you think of the jodhpur look? I quite like the jodhpur look. I quite like the. Uh, I, I quite like the Russ Abbott jodhpurs. You know when he used to play the Canadian bouncy, <laughs> yes. and they used to come out <laughs> about fifteen foot. We could have those cumberband and very high leather boots, jack boots. I think that would look, work very oh. nicely. The jack boots. You're a fan of the jack boot, are you? Well, as a fashion accessory, not as a political statement. No, no. I, I was just a way to say we might as well just get the whole the whole moustache there as well. No, we're not going that far. No, no, uh, yeah, um, I wasn't a fan of the top half. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so have you, have you got, before I start going into our uh, new listeners, uh, yeah, uh, I've got, I've got more here. Got yeah, more I, I know you've got more. That's why I was trying to, you know, you did a great link the last time, <laughs> and now I'm trying to prod you along uh, to get you into this. But now, carry on. Where's my producer? Um, Mark Chambers has been on. Oh, uh, right. Mark's, Mark's a manager at HSBC Bank in Peterborough. So, oh, all right, hi, Mark. But, but don't think bad of him just because he works in the bank. He's one of the good guys. Um, he sent me a question yesterday. He said, Paul, just a quick question. Uh, when would uh, we consider it okay to put the Christmas tree up? Only I'm a bit bored. Uh, I've got no other plans. Come to think of it, maybe we could change Christmas Day to 25th of June 2020. That way we can have barbecues. Now, it got me thinking. I, I thought we could perhaps accommodate this, perhaps have a second Christmas, Ronnie. What do you think? Why? Why would we want a second Christmas? I don't want a second Christmas. Well, I'm going to have to buy presents. Break- no, I've got some rules and regulations. Okay, then fire away. Yeah, so this is more like a half-time Christmas. So you you can you can have the pudding, you can put the tree up and the decorations, uh, but no presents and definitely no eggnog, uh, just pieces of orange. You could do that, right, and yeah. obviously Santa's going to be too busy to join in, but you'd know that, wouldn't you, because you're one of his helpers. But, you know, <laughs> we, we could have the pudding... And the trees and the decorations, I think. And but you know we, what's going to happen, Paul. You'll put your Christmas what? tree up in the window in your um, yeah. that, that renovated barn that you live in now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you're going to put that, and somebody else is going, oh, I'm going to get a bigger tree. I'm going to put more lights, and it'll just kick off again. Mind you, Hello. local yeah. TV news might want something like that. You know, the, the street wars of uh, Christmas lights. Uh, that happens oh, every, yeah, yeah, yeah. That could happen. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that would be a good idea for, for the news people. But, I just think it, it give us all something to do and it make us feel joyous, you know, putting the, the trimmings up, putting the decorations up, lighting the outside of the house, putting a fairy on top of the tree, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, it, it would be something different for us to do and alleviate the mundanity of our existence. Alleviate the what? The mundanity of our existence at present. I'll brighten that. <laughs> what has happened to you? <laughs> this this lock-in is it just, I can't believe this. I've started reading books. Oh, right, okay. Oh, well, uh, Janet and John are really good, aren't they? They are, I really enjoy them. Uh, We have messages, or one message from you-know-who. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, it's you-know-who. So it's uh, Penny, a.k.a. Sally, whatever her name is. Uh, Here's here's her message. Hello, Paul. Hello, Roddy. Sally here. Roddy, you were talking about soap on today's podcast and um, saying about putting the old bit on the new bit to make it last longer. Well, I've run out of um, body spray, so I decided I couldn't wear my nice perfume just for every day because I keep that for best, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So I've been wearing room spray. And yesterday it was sun-kissed raspberry. Today it's coconuts. And tomorrow I'm going to be wearing pomegranate and mango. Anyway, because I'm on my own, I've been talking to my Alexa. Sorry, Pauline Niles. And I've asked her these questions. Alexa, what do you think of Ronnie Barber? Ronnie Barber is a teeny tiny Scottishman who eats haggis for breakfast. (laughs) And what about Paul Stainton? Paul Stanton is a very popular, handsome, talented man who's good at geography. (laughs) Enough said. Yeah, enough said. Oh dear, that is genius. Yes. How did she do that? No, she not. Don't we don't want to encourage that kind of stuff, Paul. That's insurrection. Oh, okay. It's you know, and that you know, 
that having a pop at me all the time, it hurts sometimes. It does hurt. Um, right then. Now, uh, uh, a little bit of a surprise, Paul. Uh, somebody called Alan Davis on uh, Facebook sent me a lovely little thing uh, of, uh, pe you know, people have been finding instruments and learning how to play guitars and everything. And uh, Alan has discovered his old tin whistle, uh, which is... I think it's him that's done it, but anyway, it's very funny. Here's Alan's, he's discovered his tin whistle. <clears throat> Where the mice have been at it. It's slightly out of tune. Oh man! Well, I heard that this morning, and it's still. I might add this on at the end of the podcast today, so you can really, really enjoy it. Um, oh, oh. Was that Ghostbusters! I wasn't sure. Yeah, that was Ghostbusters, uh, and I, I think the tin whistle was improvised. I have a funny feeling like he wasn't. Oh. Read, he wasn't reading from music. Uh, no, I, I don't think some he people, was. Some people. Are, some people have just got an ear for it, though, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, dear. Uh, right, do you want a game? I'm not going to play uh, Golden Shot today. I'm going to play um, uh, Blankety Blank with you, which was Nick from my original idea of Plinkety Plonk. Right? Yeah. Uh, here we go. I'll let you hear uh, the heels of jingle then, Pop. <laughs> Right, that's, I can't play too much of it. Uh, so, uh, the idea, and listeners, you'll get a chance to play this as well today. Um, oh, I've got one. Uh, today's prize, Paul, and the listeners can get it as well, is um, Sophie Rayworth's news helmet, uh, which she wears when the news gets dangerous. Um, wow. Yeah. Do you put this... Is it invisible or can you see it? I've yeah, not seen it. Yeah, she can yeah. see it. Um, it's only when it, I mean, it's been a long time since so it's really dangerous news, uh, but she wears really? it when the news, she's, when she's news reading and somebody just put the helmet on and Sophie puts yeah. her. Um, so she, Good so, idea. Yeah. Good idea. Now, Paul, what I've got, and uh, listeners, I have got one for you. Uh, Paul, um, the uh, I've written down five answers to this. Uh, to wow. this uh, so it's blankety blank, all right? So yeah. you have to. I give... used to play this game. I used to play this game on the radio on the Peterborough Breakfast Show with Stuart Jackson's expenses. That yeah. went down well. Uh, well, I, I mean, it was Nick from me, Plinkety Plonk. Anyway, here we oh, go. Okay. Um, we are the antidote. All right. So I'm going to give you anti plink, anti blank, okay. anti blank. Mm. Can you give me five anti blanks, please? Anti blank. Go ahead. <clears throat> anti matter. Nice. Yes. Anti pasty. <laughs> yes. Antidote. Oh, well, you can't have that. We've got, you know. Why? What? Why can't I have antidote? Because we, we, I said I gave you as an example right at the start. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, 
anti-Christ, um, anti-Nazi, and anti-Sue. She lives just around the corner. Funny enough, I had anti-freeze. Oh, that's good. Antibiotic. Yeah, very good. Anti-Semitic. Very good. Anti-histamine and <laughs> anti-Brenda. From yeah, we, we, we had this. We, we, yeah, we can wait for this same thing. So, uh, something about two idiot DJs. Uh, but here's the one for the listeners, Paul. In it today, yes. it's um, listeners, you can leave a message, leave your answer on the Anchor FM. What your answer is, it's horse blank, horse blank. Now, I've written it down and I'd like to see <laughs> what I can imagine. Go on, horse blank. So, <laughs> Can you, can you, it's not as bad as when we play Plinkety Plonk on the radio and my producer Seb says, oh, I've got a good one tonight, Ronnie. It's, <laughs> and he says it's hand blank, hand blank. Um, so anyway, listeners, can you give me the answer to Plinkety Blank today? And it's hand, no, it's not, it's horse <laughs> horse blank horse blank leave a message or email us at ronnie at bbc not ronnie at everyproductions.co.uk we was going so well up until this point yeah. wasn't it actually to be fair that's 24 minutes that's the best 24 minutes we've done without a cock up so it's good yeah yeah, uh, yeah. okay then so we've got that paul um now um let's get have to... we got any new listeners yes we have can we just give a shout out to the lovely Emma who works for the NHS and she's been listening to the oh, podcast. Yeah. She put yeah. a lovely message up last night saying that uh, this uh, wee bit of idiocy that we put up every day uh, cheers her up. Well, uh, I, Emma, that's what we're here for. Yeah, I, I have to say, Emma, bless your heart, because it, it did bring a tear to my eye last night and I read the message out to my daughter and my daughter just took a step back and went, wow, that, that is amazing. And, you know, if we're... If we're just amusing and making people's days a little bit easy to bear at the minute, even if it's just a couple of people, it's good enough for me. I, that, that was sweet, really nice. Yes. Uh, and Sharon, who put up on uh, Spotted and Neely uh, a shout-out for the both of us uh, as well, which was nice. So thank you, Sharon. And anybody thank else, you. Is, you know, it's really nice of you to say so. Right, then, here we go, new listeners. East. New listeners! New... Oh, I'm, you need, do you think I need a new jingle, Paul? Shall I make a new jingle? New no, nah, that's like rubbish. That. That's rubbish. Oh. No. Yeah, I'm, leave that technical stuff to me, mate. I'm suitably admonished. Oh, you are a bit. I've seen you the way you walk. Right. <laughs> East Retford. Where, East Retford? You must have covered a local football game there, Paul. Well, yeah, you know, pre-season, pre-season friendly. East Retford is actually what they call Retford. You know, some, some people refer to it as East Retford, some Retford. Um, it's, it was mentioned in the Doomsday Book uh, in Ooh. 1086. It was called Ready Ford in 1086. Uh, and it was, a, it was a thriving market town until until about, when was it, 1961, wasn't it? The Great North Road used to run through Retford. Uh, they diverted it. And now they've pedestrianised all the town centre. It's quite nice. I won't go at the minute because all the shops are closed. But, you know, it, it's quite nice normally. And uh, it, it's, it's a beautiful part of the country. And you, you're, quite, you're quite close to Sherwood Forest there as well. So, you know, you can have a nice day out. Uh, and can I just say to any aspiring sports or journalist uh, listening, uh, this is the kind of preparation Paul does before he goes and yes. covers a story or if he goes and covers a football. He does this preparation. That's why he has this he, instant recall. And it's fabulous, Paul. And uh, I think you're a, you're a, a, a real role model for uh, aspiring journalists. So nice. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's all about the prep. 
Um, hey, let's go to Biddy Ford. Biddy Ford, Paul. Where the heck's Biddy Ford? And uh, did you go there for some kind of? It sounds like it's seaside. Is is it anywhere? It's in Devon, mate. It's it's yeah. It's in it's in Devon. It's it's a really nice place. Um, there's a nice out of town shopping centre there as well, so you can get nice discounts. Uh, but it's a port town, just on on the estuary, the River Torridge. You know, North Devon. Oh, the River West. Torridge. Yeah. Did you go in there, Paul? Did you go take your canoe? Because I know when you go to places like that, you take your canoe. No kayak. Kayak. Oh, sorry. Mate. Yeah, sorry. Yes. I kneel. I kneel down and do the kayaking. You yeah. know, in me in me uh, in me swimming trunks. Oh wow. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, but some some great pubs, music, restaurants. It's, it's there's, there's everything to satisfy everybody's palate there. It's really a historic harbour town, beautiful. It used to be Britain's third largest port. Really? Oh, okay. yes. Oh, right. Well, that, well, that's fantastic. Now, uh, we'll, we'll do more listeners tomorrow. Uh, what was the thing I was going to say to you, Paul? I was going to I was going to say something else, but it's gone now. Um, no, it's gone. It's gone. I was going to say something else there. Oh yeah, you can leave leave messages, leave your messages as well. And if you'd like to um, uh, tell us where you are, he, he, where you're listening, that'd be great as well. Because uh, yeah, because Trev Trev Eaves claimed he was listening in Sydney yesterday. I don't know how he's doing this. No, he's changing the he's changing where he's listening every day, which is nice because it brought me back some nice memories of Sydney when I went there for the Olympics years ago. Very oh nice. wow, that's only the fifth time you mentioned that. Uh, I mentioned that. Yeah. Did I mention I made the the head of UK boxing seasick? Did I mention that? Was <laughs> I thought it'd be a great idea to do all the boxing interviews on a boat. So we caught a boat, went down the river and into Sydney Harbour and thought we'd stop it under the Harbour Bridge, you know, the iconic yeah, Harbour yes, Bridge. Yes. But it was a bit it was a bit choppy. So when the boat stopped, the uh, head of UK boxing was hanging off the end of the boat <laughs> looking a bit green. And on the, in the car on the way back to the hotel, he was sick all outside the window. So if we didn't do well at boxing at the Sydney Olympics, not my fault, it was his. You're entirely to blame. Hey, listen, that's 29 minutes uh, uh, done. Is wow. there, is there anything you want to add into this? Is there any sort of uh, golden comedy nuggets you've got up your uh, cumberband? Uh, no. Okay, right. But I'm very excited about the... Um, so uh, puppets... Uh, puppets, uh, puppets on a string. Uh, yeah. Uh, cumberband. Uh, did you have a name for your cumberband thing? You... I call him Trevor. No, no, the cumberband carrying thing. Uh, oh, no, I've not got a name for right. it. No, yeah, I've got, I'm going to have to go in a minute anyway because it's cutting me in half. I can hardly breathe. Mm -hmm. I've got it a bit too tight. It's nipping my skin. You look like the Michelin Man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, Ren, I'll let you say, uh, listeners, uh, don't forget um, the uh, blankety blank, plinkety plonk thing is horse plink. And uh, your chance to win Sophie Rayworth's uh, news helmet for when the news gets dangerous. So leave us a yep. message on the Anchor FM or leave us a message about where you're listening or leave us a message for saying how funny I am on this podcast as well, which is really appreciated. I don't always share the message you send me, listeners, about how uh, <laughs> how brilliant I am on this. But, but you know, I know who you're talking about. Um, right, what have you got planned for the rest of the day? <laughs> I'm going to try and get out of this cumberband. It's, it's, it's cutting me in half. I've got to go. My circulation's gone. So I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Right, say the last word then. The last word then. Mm -hmm.